Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Mobile Studio at the Wisconsin State Fair, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. With all due respect, I reject your theory completely. But you know what? There needs to be some backlash to this. This would be disastrous. There really has to be a better way. And I think the biggest question here is, what the hell is going on? The Accurate Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give Jeff a call at 414-799-1620. Move for president. Get in the race. Will he run? And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome. Broadcasting live from the second day of the Wisconsin State Fair. I always do this at the start of the show, so just everybody listening to the radio realizes that this is not faked, like some people think the moon landing is. So give yourselves a round of applause out here. Come on. There you go. Mary, a particularly, a particularly attractive crowd. I, I firmly believe that this program draws the best-looking crowds at the State Fair. No question about it. Gentleman standing there with a T-shirt that says, The Crusher. That's the man that made Milwaukee famous. That works for me. Ladies up here just a little while ago were doing the Jimmy Buffett Fins thing. I love coming out to the State Fair. An abbreviated program today. The schedule makers did not do the Brewers any favors. They played a day game in Oakland yesterday. Had to, after a tough loss, get on a plane. I understand that they're flying charter and stuff, but still traveled, flew into Chicago, got in probably what around midnight or something. And then they have to turn around and play a game again this afternoon against the Cubs. Our coverage starts in about 35 minutes, but a lot of stuff to cover before that. All right. I, you know, even when the politicians are friends of mine and people I've known for years and years, every once in a while, I just don't understand what goes through their minds. And this is a follow up to that story. Robin Voss is the Speaker of the Assembly. All right, being the Speaker of Assembly is like herding cats. And, and over the years, Robin Voss has done, I think, a very, very good job of, you know, instrumental in passing Act 10 and all those types of things. He is picking a fight that he cannot win and he should not win. All right, we, we talked about this earlier this week. There is a young man, 32 years old. He's a state representative. His name is Jimmy Anderson. He, he's a state representative. He's a Democrat out of Fitchburg. Very, very liberal. He... He's in his second term. He is a quadriplegic. It's a very, very tragic story. About six years ago, drunk driver blows through a light, hits the vehicle that he and his father and his brother are in. His father and brother are killed. He's, he's now in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. He runs for office a couple years ago. He gets elected. But, you know, he, he's, he's in a wheelchair and he needs accommodations. So one of the things that he is asking Robin Voss to do is allow him to participate in various committee meetings via phone. Now, in, in the state, state Senate, that you can do that, you know, for with a couple exceptions. You know, if you, you don't want to be present in person or you're unavailable or, you know, you're, you're 300 miles outside of Madison and the only thing you have on your agenda is a committee hearing that day, you, you can participate by speakerphone, which is something that businesses do on a regular basis. The assembly doesn't, as by rule, they don't allow people to participate by speakerphone. So Representative Anderson, 32 years old in the wheelchair, he says, look, here, here's the problem. I have 
it is very difficult for me oftentimes to get to these meetings physically. Plus, I have these issues with how long I can be in a, a chair, etc., in the wheelchair. So for committee meetings only, we're not talking about floor votes, we're not talking about floor debates. He says for some of these committee meetings, I would like to have the option of being able to participate by speakerphone, which is something, like I say, that is not an uncommon thing. Matter of fact, it's a commonplace thing in the private sector, and in the state senate, you can do it. So he says, this is what I want to do. And Robin Voss tells him, no. So this this is erupted into a controversy, and um, Jimmy Anderson, he was on our air the other day just talking about this. So Representative Voss says, well, okay, you know, we're willing to make some accommodations, like we're willing to videotape these things or whatever, but we're not willing to change the rules to allow him to participate by speakerphone. And now it's really blown up. He's apparently, Voss has accused the representative of grandstanding and by going to the media, et cetera, et cetera, and the representative representative is threatening to sue and i i don't know i mean if it was the private sector he'd have a great claim under the americans with disabilities act it's a little bit different when you're suing the government but but regardless of that it shouldn't get this far our number 414-799-1620 that is the accurate mortgage talk and text line i said this earlier this week i say it today it is absolutely ridiculous that the republicans that control the state assembly won't allow this particular lawmaker to participate via telephone for certain, you know, uh, conferences. I mean, it's, again, he he says, look, I want to be able to participate and ask questions. The argument against it is, well, you know, some people, witnesses might think it's disrespectful, you know, if the legislator's not there in person. I, I don't know how valid that is. But the guy's in a wheelchair. It is very, very difficult for him to get around. I think this is a perfectly reasonable request. And with all due respect to Rob, Robin Voss, who have I, I have known for decades, going back to the days that he was a le- when, when he was a legislative aide for a state rep named Bonnie Ladwick, I think not only is this bad optics, it looks really, really bad, denying the disabled representative the ability to participate in this fashion. Not only is it bad optics, it's just bad in general. 414-799-1620, that is the Acunet Mortgage talk and text line. Is there any reason that you can think of why this legislature, legislator shouldn't be allowed to participate via phone calls, speaker phones, conference calls for certain type of hearings. I swear I don't understand why you would say no to this. 414-799-1620. Gru is lining up the calls. We're back to discuss in just a moment. This is one where the leadership, the Republican leadership of the State Assembly, is just absolutely dead on wrong. And as I often say to people... Once you've dug yourself a hole, you have two choices. You can climb out of the hole, fill it in, move on and declare victory, or you can keep digging. And for whatever reason, Robin Voss continues to dig. 414-799-1620. We discuss in just a moment. This is Jeff Wagner. We're broadcasting live from the Wisconsin State Fair. You're listening to Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Hey, if you follow me on Twitter, it's at Jeff Wagner 620. I've got a link to this story and another one that I, I want to talk about before the end of the program. Um, check it out. It's it's a picture of a mural that is now very, very controversial. But again, if you follow me at Jeff Wagner 620 on Twitter, I, I've got photos of the mural that we're going to talk about in just a couple minutes. I swear, I, I don't understand what Robin Voss is thinking in picking this fight with the disabled step, state representative who wants to participate in meetings via 
conference calls. I mean, we, you do that all the time in the real world, and you do it in the state senate as well. Carolyn, in uh, on the west side, you're first. Good afternoon. Um, I also cannot figure out what Representative Ross is is thinking. I got kind of a, a charge out of his comment about um, the other gentleman, you know, over-exaggerating things, and he was going to look at other alternatives. I don't know, if, you know, and maybe if he's trying to find some transportation for the gentleman, he'll realize just how hard it is. There's endless stories around the state of patients not getting to dialysis, medical appointments, other things. Mm because of lack of transportation. And the vast majority of the transportation companies do not work after 5 or 6 in the evening, which makes it even harder yeah, for evening meetings. Well, and I think... Right, and I think what he's saying, I, I'm not so. I'm not sure it's so much evening meetings. He's just saying, look, it, it's physically difficult, you know, for him to be able to get to some of these things. And and Lord knows, you got to appreciate that. I guess I I just I don't see what the issue is. We do conference calls all the time. I was saying this the other day when I first started practicing law. Judges used to make people, you know, drive 300 miles to for a 15 minute hearing. Now they realize that's not just not efficient for anybody. So you can participate via conference calls. Speak. Phones. I mean, it's 2019. We've got the technology. This is true. And like yeah, I no, said, th- it, thanks for, yeah. transportation is, a, is an issue many times. So. Yeah, no, th- thanks for the call. Now, they, they apparently, you know, they, they've made various concessions and, and they've, they've done things to try to accommodate the representative. And, and that's all well and good. This just seems to me to be a no brainer. I mean, it. And, and look, I, it's not like he's asking. Uh, to be able to vote, you know, remotely or something like that, or or not attend floor sessions. These these are committee hearings, which in many cases aren't well attended to begin with. They they live stream them, but why not let the guy participate? It's it's just this is a no brainer to me. And and number one, the optics are bad. That's a cliche, but it's true. The optics are bad. But number two, you know, it's one thing sometimes. You know, you you can take bad optics if it's a matter of principle. I don't understand what the principle in involved here is joanne in west dallas joanne you're on wtmj good afternoon thank you for taking my call i just wanted to say i don't think robin voss has a good reason either because he won't even return john mccure's phone calls uh to explain it and i think in this case uh partisan politics trumps common sense no pun intended uh yeah 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 i guess i yeah yeah, I mean, some people are texting me saying that, that they think it's wrong, but maybe if the situation was reversed, the Democrats wouldn't do it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, a, it's a dumb policy either way. Lord knows this state representative has enough issues facing him, you know, dealing with the disability caused by the drunk driver. It seems to me that this is an easy accommodation that's not going to oh, inconvenience yeah. anybody. It's not going to cost money. And this idea that, okay, well, somebody might be offended if... If I'm a witness testifying and one person is participating by a conference call, I don't know where that comes from, Joanne. Certainly not me. He has to remember, too, though, that it's not only bad optics because disabled people vote, too. And this could yeah. well. Well, no, you know, thanks for the call. And, and again, as some people point out, it's inviting a lawsuit under the Americans with Disabilities Act where, you know, businesses ha- have a duty to make reasonable accommodations for people with disabilities. Now, again, it's it gets a little tricky as to whether or not the ADA applies in this context to the state legislature. But but who needs this fight? I mean, really, is this the battle that you want to fight? Michelle and Grafton. Michelle, you're on WTMJ. Good afternoon. Hi. I say 
boss did Hi, not have a leg to stand on, and if he couldn't stand uh, on his legs, maybe he'd uh, under, better understand this request, and that's all I have to say. Thanks to call Michelle. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, look, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about Republicans or Democrats or liberals or conservatives or any of that type of stuff. To me, this is just the, it's just the right thing to do, regardless of whether this was a liberal state representative out of you know Dane County or a conservative representative out of you know Waukesha County or whatever. It's just saying, look, this is, it's a reasonable request that the person is making. Who, and again, if if his constituents end up being upset and don't think they're getting proper representation because he's participating in some committee meetings via speakerphone, if they think that that's that they're not being properly represented, well, then they can vote him out. Now, I don't think that that's very likely, but they could vote him out if they chose. All right, we're going to take a quick break. If you want a head start on our next subject, and we've got an abbreviated program today, check it out. Um, it's on Twitter, at Jeff Wagner 620. I've got a photograph or a link to the story that shows the mural we're going to discuss. Stick around. We're broadcasting live from the Wisconsin State Fair. Back for more, here's WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. We're broadcasting live from the Wisconsin State Fair. You want a classic example of, in my opinion, politically correctness run completely, totally amok. This is it. There is a high school in San Francisco. It is George Washington High School. It is named after the founder of this country, George Washington. At the high school, up and down a big staircase, they have a giant mural. Did I mention this is George Washington High School? The mural stretches 1,600 square feet. It's got 16 or 17 different panels. It has been there for 83 years. It was painted 83 years ago. This is George Washington High School. And the mural depicts the life of of George Washington. In, it's got various panels. And for example, you know, it, it shows him as the, you know, in the, the Valley Forge thing. And it shows him at Mount Vernon and it sh- at his estate in Mount Vernon. And it shows him as a farmer. Well, it is controversial, I guess, because in one of the, one of the panels on the mural, it shows him on his plantation and there are some slaves that are in the background because George Washington owned slaves. In another panel, there's George Washington fighting off uh, Native Americans, fighting off Indians. Now, it, it's so that you, you've got those two historical references, and then you've got the whole panoply of George Washington's life on this giant mural. 1,600 square feet at George Washington High School. Well, the Cal- this is San Francisco. The board, uh, the school board, has voted to paint over this 83-year-old mural because they are concerned that an African-American student might be disturbed walking by this and seeing that there is a depiction of of a slave in the field. They are also concerned that a Native American student might be offended walking by this and seeing, hey, George Washington involved in a battle against Native Americans. All right. So the school board, because they don't want anybody to be offended, they've said we're going to get rid of this 83-year-old mural. Now, interestingly, this has created a huge issue because you have not only just people in the school district, but you have a number of historians who are coming and forward and saying, look, th- this is you're trying to sanitize history here. You know, this is 
this this has been there for 83 years. It has historical significance. And, and yeah, what are we supposed to do? Pretend that George Washington didn't own slaves? Pretend that sometimes when, you know, there weren't battles against Native Americans and things like that? You know, they said, you know, what you're trying to do is whitewash history in the name of political correctness. And you know what? These critics are absolutely 100% right. 414-799-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage talk and text line. We've only got a couple minutes, but I want to talk about this after the news. All right. Is is there any legitimate justification for taking a mural that depicts the life of George Washington and saying we've got to literally whitewash over this because there's a couple aspects of his life that some people might find to be, I guess, uncomfortable by 2019 standards? 414-799-1620. That's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Back to discuss in just a minute. Like I say, we only have a couple. We only have a couple minutes, so call quickly. Welcome back to Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. So very glad to have you with us. We're broadcasting live from the Wisconsin State Fair. All right, so this controversy we're talking about is George Washington High School in San Francisco has and has had for the last 83 years this giant mural, 16 different panels depicting different aspects of Washington's life. The controversy is in one of the panels, he's shown fighting Indians. All right. In another one of the panels, he's shown on his plantation at Mount Vernon and there are slaves in the background. The San Francisco School Board has decided, oh, this is just our, our, our students can't handle it. We have to get rid of it. By the way, I didn't tell you to get rid of this mural that's been there for 83 years. It's going to cost six hundred thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars because they've got to do environmental impact studies i don't understand how it can cost that much but that's what it's going to cost interestingly you have historians from the area and all over the country who are saying look this is literally an effort to whitewash history this mural unlike confederate statues for example it's not set up necessarily to honor George Washington, but what it is, it's a depiction of various aspects of Washington's life. And the question becomes, if you're going to get rid of this, I mean, where do you stop? Does, does this now mean that we have to look at every history book? And if the history book has, you know, a painting that shows somebody owning slaves or, you know, some of the, the wars that existed and the fights and the battles that broke out between colonizers and Native Americans, we have to get rid of all that. We can't teach that. We can't tell anybody this. Th- this is the danger that we have nowadays when we're dealing with this world of, of political correctness. You know, it's interesting because this particular issue is kind of united people on the left and and the right. You have a number of people on the right, like me, who are saying you can't sanitize history, you can't whitewash history. You have a number of people on the left, particularly, who are saying, look, this this is art. You know, you can't, it's really very dangerous if we're going to get to a point where we're going to start censoring art because there's something somewhere that somebody might find to be, you know, offensive. And then a number of you are making the point on tweets that sitting there and saying, look, this is, you have to teach history. These are things that happened. You have to be able to learn from history. And if we're going to pretend that things didn't happen or pretend that things didn't exist, well, then history is doomed to repeat itself. So the school board has decided to get rid of the mural. The community is in an uproar. 
I mean, I guess I'm saying if you get rid of the mural, don't you have to change the name? If we're going to decide that George Washington was such a horrible, awful person and you can't have a mural depicting what he did in his life, if that's the case, if, if he's not good enough to have a mural, do we need to take George Washington's name off the high school? Do we need to take it off of, you know, various cities that are named after him? Do we need to take him off, you know, currency? I mean, where does this stop? And I understand it's California and I understand it's very left wing and I understand it's San Francisco. But at the same time, there is a bigger principle here. You have censorship that is alive and well from the left in the name of political correctness in this country. And it's time for everybody else to stand up and say, no, enough is enough. This is Jeff Wagner, WTMJ. We're broadcasting live from the Wisconsin State Fair. This is Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. We're back. Like I say, an abbreviated program. We've got Brewers baseball coming up in just a couple moments. Nice gentleman out here at the Wisconsin State Fair with a WTMJ bag and a Chicago Cubs hat. You know, so that's okay. We, that's all right. You know, we we remember how that happened last year. So you know, we'll we'll see whether it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm sorry, that was a cheap shot. I understand you guys won the World Series a couple years ago. I appreciate that and respect it. There's another gentleman with a Packers Hawaiian shirt with pink flamingos. And a and a brewer's hat on. All right, you're rocking all the different sports things. We appreciate that. I, I I if I had a longer show, I would launch into this. The New York Times, and I I read the New York Times, so you don't have to. But you know, the New York Times, of course, incredibly anti-Trump, and you know that that's the, the agenda, which is try to see you know which Democrat they can get elected. It's been interesting because the, the writers at the New York Times and the reporters they're kind of in this tizzy because they see what's been going on after the last couple Democratic. Debates and they don't like it because they see this major rift developing in the Democrat Party between the, the more moderate wing of of the party and between the, the people on on the far left who are trying to I mean candidly drive the party into kind of kookville and it's been interesting to watch everybody turn on Joe Biden and one of the things that I think is getting a lot of attention even the New York Times is the fact that you know Joe Biden is now being criticized for policies that were implemented during the Obama administration. And the idea, I mean, that's just, you you know, when, when President Obama wanted to do this on deportations or wanted to do this on health care, you didn't stand up and say it was wrong. So essentially, Biden is now having to defend the Obama record from the left. And that's got a lot of people cringing, going, my, my gosh, we're now going to attack Barack Obama to try to get elected? Huh. We're going to talk more about this on Monday. Have a great weekend. It's a blast. Come on out to the State Fair. The weather is absolutely great. We've got Brewers baseball as they start off a very important series against the Chicago Cubs. Baseball is coming up in just a couple minutes. Again, have a great weekend. This is Jeff Wagner, WTMJ.